all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Oh, C, senor. Little Friday already? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, we're going to be under the tutelage of our general manager. Threatening Supreme Court justices. Eh, sort of thing we do now. Oh, boy, apparently. Oh, golly. Anywho... You know, I was going to go with the COVID-19, Jack, the so-called coronavirus, but I don't want to join in the hypey, the hypiest part of the hype. Having been speaking to physicians lately, it's uh, definitely a media ratings uh, bonanza, or uh, uh, they hope it's a media ratings bonanza. So do I understanding? Kill it! Do I understand the governor of California declared the biggest state in the union in a state of emergency over coronavirus? Yeah, yeah, which is a it's a funding designation, really, um, so they can move money and do things. It doesn't, you know, it's not the same thing as if you said, yelled to your wife and kids, this is an emergency. It's not. Nope. And what have doctors... It's a situation. It's clearly a situation. And what have doctors told you? Doctors have told me... me in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop doing that. That's what they've told me. <laughs> no, the doctors have told me that it's uh, it seems to be flu-like. It's generally harmless unless you are elderly or have a seriously compromised immune system. There's no reason for normal people to be terribly concerned about it. What if I wasn't if you, already terribly it, concerned? Well, don't, Just stay don't the same get way? that way. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And if you have sniffles and coughs or whatever, don't go to your doctor and demand to be tested. There's no point. But, and, and I'm echoing now the, uh, the CDC and, and the, some other doctors I talked to, if you are older, tend to have respiratory problems, you're already sick, I would avoid, you know, high-fiving 27 strangers. But I assume you already were. You should. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm only chest bumping people now. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm surprised more guys don't like blow out their ankles and knees doing the, <laughs> the flying chest bump thing that's so popular. I would think, you know, if you bump each other unevenly, go down awkwardly and ah, career's over. So you're insinuating that the, uh, looking up at MSNBC, coronavirus has grown over a dozen states. You're, yes. uh, you're suggesting that is, um, an attempt to get people to tune in? Yes, 100%. It's they're and out of proportion to the actual danger? Yeah, correct. It's an interesting story. And if I had uh, you know, an older relative who, who was not in great health, and actually I do, um, I would be somewhat concerned about it. Uh, similar to uh, concern about the flu. But it's not some sort of raging menace that's going to bring down the nation. Raging menace. But keeping you constantly afraid or angry at each other is the only way cable news survives. 
There's no need for all those stupid channels. Of course, the uh, as always, the downside of this is when something actually comes along, what do you act like then? What do cable news channels act like when something comes along I'm supposed to be scared of? I actually exactly. need to be scared of. Even right? more graphics. You act the same way. <laughs> and lots I... and lots of graphics. <laughs> you act the same way and I roll my eyes because you've cried wolf a thousand times. Exactly. Yeah. We were too stubborn to do that around here. You know, I don't, it's just, I won't. I won't. Um, so since the ceasefire and the no more bombings and that sort of stuff, the Taliban has uh, set off 70-some bombings. And we've bombed the uh, bejesus out of them as well. We did that yesterday. It's a very poor ceasefire. There were 70-some bombings in. And I don't think you understand what cease means. Yeah, so I need to nail down what's going on there. I was kind of hoping we were getting out of there, and I don't want to. I don't understand the Taliban's thinking. God, if I were them, I'd think, let them go. The second they're gone, we go back to doing whatever we want. They're not coming back, and right. we aren't. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can't imagine what they're thinking. Can they actually not control themselves? I think you have to live in the year 600 A.D. for a while before you can start you know, relating to their thinking. Right. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. I realize how moral of a per- how I am a very moral person during a crisis like these coronavirus mm-hmm. because I you're keep, handling it well. Well, I keep thinking that there's so many things I could be selling soft heads and making money off of. So Amazon pulled down a million items that were uh, lying about their effectiveness about the coronavirus, and you're thinking you could do the same thing. No, I'm just thinking. Some people you, oven like, mitts. Well, people want toilet paper now, so you go buy. If you can get a hold of a bunch of toilet paper, you open it up, sell it. You know, so much per roll, and are you trying to corner the market on uh, on goods as opposed to selling snake oil cures? Right. Yeah. Trying to corner the yeah, market. Well, oh, I guy, see. Yeah. Well, a buddy of mine sent a picture from a store in uh, Boston, grocery store in Boston, shelves empty. Where there'd be bread and stuff like that. Well, what you need to do, what you need to do, Michael, and this is all coming together in a perfect storm of uh, immoral economic opportunity, is you need to make sure you're in California where crime has been decriminalized, and you just show up at Costco's and Sam's Clubs and whatever as they open, run headlong toward the toilet paper section, grab those super you know thirty roll packs, one under each arm, just run out the front door. Because the crime has been decriminalized, and that'll really help your profit margins when you then put it on eBay and sell it for, you know, I would suggest start at a dollar a square of toilet (laughs) paper and see how much you can sell. A dollar a square. If you have to adjust the price, do it. That's economics. That's the free market, Michael. What are you, Bernie Sanders? It's the free market. Pull the plies apart and make extra money. (laughs) Oh, 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 boy. You're not going to get a lot for a single square of single ply. One ply. But again, try it. Um, I stayed up all night long facing the front door, loaded gun in my lap. That's how I handled the coronavirus. It's just a sensible precaution. Absolutely. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was uh, on this day, March the 5th in 1963, when the hula hoop became patented. Yes, the hula hoop. Now, that's a, it's like, kids, that's like a, it's a fidget spinner that gave you core strength. Um, <laughs> one of my kids has the hula hoop gene nobody else in the family does but he has the I could do it all day long if I wanted but I, to I found this fascinating it was uh, marketed by the, the company Whammo but it, and that was in 63 but the, Whammo! the company Whammo was actually uh, started in 1948 when two friends uh, wanted to sell a slingshot they created 
to shoot meat up to falcons they use for hunting, right? What? That's a different time. <laughs> a meat slinging sh- uh, sl- uh, for, for your hunting falcon? i got to be friends with these guys. <laughs> the falcon's up there. The, the meat's down here. What do we do? The company's name Whammo came from the sound the slingshot supposedly made. They eventually branched out and started selling boomerangs and other sporting goods. Most notably, their first hit toy was the uh, what they called the Pluto Platter. But uh, we now know it as the Frisbee. Oh. What's the thing? Uh, I don't know if you can describe it. It had two wire things and a little wheel that rolled on it with a magnet. Did you have one of those? Say yeah. again? It had two metal things in kind of a loop and then a, oh. then a wheel with, and you would just kind of go like this with it and the wheel would go up and down. It was oh, from yeah, Wamo. I've, I've played with that. Hugely oh, popular like yeah. way back in the day. And my parents, picture and my parents still have ours. So when we go, went to grandma's and grandpa's last time, my kids were playing with it and just amazed. And I thought, well, why has Wamo not put this out again? I don't know. This is a good Wamo product right here. My kids are amused by it. Yeah. I can't remember what that's oh, called. A lot of great Wamo products. Oh, Looks man. like I got away from the whole Falcon thing. I got to right. give me a hunting Falcon. <laughs> Right. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, March 5th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty and we approved of this program. Let's begin the show now, officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Well, we're always saying the common sense of washing your hands, not touching your face, um, ensuring that if you've touched anything, you go and wash your hands again. 20 seconds with soap. And I haven't touched my face in weeks. <laughs> in weeks. I miss it. <laughs> so, uh, the president's not taking it seriously. No, the president's letting his guard down. Something, uh, something. Something, something. I haven't oh, touched boy. my face in weeks. We'll go to our panel. Has the president touched his face? Fact check. The president <laughs> touched his face last week at a presser. <laughs> Here's a video of slow motion of him touching his face. Right. There it is, Jim. <laughs> Fact check. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's it's solid. I've been accused of a terrible crime against decency, and I, I would like to respond to it. If you don't know the whole Chuck Schumer threatening the Supreme Court justices thing, what the hell is going on? Have we just decided there are no rules anymore for anybody? It It is so way out of bounds what he said. What just happened insane. to what happened to Trump's destroying norms? What 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 is this? Anyway, we'll bring you up to speed on all that on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, Italy, your home country, they have... Did you just say Italy? Yeah. That's the way my, my sainted grandmother would have said it. Hmm. She's from uh, North Jersey, Hoboken. Italy. So Italy has a temporarily temporarily closed all schools and universities for coronavirus. In the whole noticed, country. You mm. ever noticed that looks like a boot on a map? Yeah. I what? noticed that for the first time yesterday. Yeah, it's really, really something. Uh, Iran closing all schools, too. Didn't their, like, second-to-top guy in the government die from coronavirus? They have had a number of people in the equivalent of their cabinet and uh, upper echelons of their fake legislature fall ill. Yeah. But imagine, like, Italy uh, closing all the schools in the whole country. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that. I, th- I We need to s- seek out experts, and, I mean, I can quote people I've talked to off the air. Maybe it'd be handy to... 
talk to uh, you know some authorities, some doctors. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a disease that is being spread around, but it is mostly mild. So it's interesting that people are freaking out in the way they are, especially as has been pointed out many times. We have influenza year after year after year, and it mutates and it changes, and there are a couple different ones usually, and 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 people die by the tens of thousands from it. The tens of thousands, my friends. Oh, yeah, hundreds a day die all across the country. I mean, if 15,000 die in America in a year, that's a great year. But those, oh, I, mean, I don't know if we've ever had a year that good. Right, the doctors mop their brows and say, oh, thank God we dodged it. 15,000. But those deaths tend not to interrupt supply chains that have ripple effects in our stock market. Well, I get, and I, I, I get, think that's where a lot of this, this one's different yeah, kind of you know, I, panic the, comes from. I get that sort of thing. But the, and why, it's new. But what yeah. are you going to do with all those loaves of bread you just bought at the grocery store? Make toast. <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> what are you going to do with bread? I mean, yeah. Oh, grilled cheese. Good call. Oh, thank you. You know, sometimes you get a little fancy. You make it with a couple of different kinds of cheese. Just try it once. Don't don't roll your eyes. Try like it I, once. Like if I just wanted to add one to my cheddar, what would you suggest? Oh my gosh, there's so many cheeses, Sean. I could go on forever about this. Why don't you go to your local <laughs> grocery store if there are any cheeses left, and with the coronavirus and all, and and give it a try. A little Swiss. How about a little Swiss? Okay. Swiss and Swiss and cheddar. I'll try that today. Cheddar Swiss mailbag. Hey. <laughs> Your freedom-loving quote of the day this morning is from Samuel Adams, Patriot. And yes, it's a good beer, but let's focus on the patriotism. The natural liberty of man is to be free from any superior power on earth, and not to be under the will or legislative authority of man, but only have the law of nature for his rule. There ought to be as little government as possible. That ship has sailed. Yeah, well, I'm still here on the shore yelling at it to come back. (laughs) We will at some point address the scandal I mentioned during the last segment. Jody writes, as many people have written, from Gold Canyon, Arizona, uh, that I dropped an F-bomb during yesterday's show, hour three of the show. We will research this. Several people have claimed this. It seems odd, Jody, that none of us, all radio professionals, would have A, not noticed it, or B, just let it go. Well, there goes Joe spouting F-bombs again. It's just, it seems unlikely. Right. But, uh, uh, what what does that gesture mean, Hanson? Executive producer Mike Hanson has listened to the aforementioned uh, segment. Ooh. It is pretty close. It's so close. But and it, the reason why but we... Joe's argument's pretty good, so we yeah. all, in real time, just, what, didn't notice an F-bomb? And, and we wouldn't, because it's so subtle, but if you're wearing headphones... That's the way he does it. He slips it in. Oh, that's uh-huh. it. That's, it's part of my secret agenda, <laughs> to say the F-word quietly. He's like the Hamburglar, so with profanities. Are other people talking and I'm muttering like a bitter old man? No. no what are you... What, like a bitter old... As a bitter old man. <laughs> Um, an angry in, in, in what context is he using it? Uh, I, I it's not a verb about uh, a coworker. No, no, it's good lord. It's probably uh, as an intensifier. I can't believe this blanking, you know, coronavirus. Gotcha. Okay, so oh. but we probably shouldn't play it on the air. No, I don't think so. No, okay. really? No, no, what? Wow! So. This is scandalous. 
Fire Joe! Fire Joe! Oh, that's me! Fire me! I thought we were about to listen to it and decide. No, you think no, we shouldn't even no, no. play it. No, 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 no. Wow. Oh, i got to hear this. Wow! All right, listen. We're all going to listen to it during the next break. Okay. okay. Then the next segment will come back and, and, and tell you what we think. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. The whole obscenity thing amuses me. Um, Why does this have me feeling like a kid on Christmas? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm a little excited myself. So during the podcast yesterday, the uh, the One More Thing podcast, which is available at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Mailbag. You can email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Um, but during the podcast, we talked about stuff we did as kids that we wouldn't let our kids do probably now or would freak us out if we found our kids doing it and how much more free range kids were. Back in the day, uh, and we received a couple of notes like this, but this is my favorite from Annie. Uh, my best friend and I rode our horses practically every day after school until dark. Country folk, obviously. We rode bareback and would race each other, and we got bored doing that, so we would tie a rope from her belt loop to mine, then race it and see if we could pull each other off. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Mostly, we ripped each other's belt loops off. Kids do dumb things. I admit I look back now and think, damn, I could really ride. Sort of proud. Yeah. Good for you, Annie. I like that. I, the, the, you know, and this gets back to actually Samuel Adams, for oddly enough, and, and Thomas Jefferson and others who went on and on about preferring the animated contest of freedom to the calm subjugation of servitude. Some of us would rather get knocked around a little bit and feel free than be, you know, sheep. Tucker Carlson's interesting opinion on why Biden is going to be the nominee. <laughs> Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. probably wondering the most basic question of all. If elected president, could Joe Biden really oversee this complex nation of 320 million people? Judge for yourself. Here was Biden's victory speech from last night in which he mistook his wife of 43 years for his sister. They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. By the way, it's my little sister Valerie and I'm Jill's husband. Oh no, this is a... Oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. As a smart friend said last night, Joe Biden has spent his entire life trying to succeed in presidential politics. Now he has. Too bad he's not there to enjoy it. Oh. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Harsh. So then from what I understand, because I didn't see it, Tucker then goes on to claim, I guess, that the Democratic Party has chosen a guy who's lost it because they can uh, manipulate manipulate him? I guess that's Tucker's angle. All right. I'm sometimes a... he is so smart and so <laughs> insightful, and sometimes he's just nuts. Hey, I the only... whole get the wife, the sister thing? Yeah, I only heard that. I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, they were standing behind him, and he said, and my sister, and he turned, and immediately it, you switched on me. Okay. So, it's yeah. nothing. Right. It's nothing. I apologize gotcha. for gotcha. that. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, if he turned to his right and said, there's Corn Pop, <laughs> you know, that would have been surprising. And corn Pop was a bad dude. Right. No, no, you're not. You, but he always stood to my left. To, make, to be clear, there are moments, plenty of Biden moments, where you think, oh, my God, this guy is losing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's not one of them. Exactly right. Okay. Uh, by the way, to the, the question of the alleged uh, uh, saying of a naughty word on the air, uh, the answer is no, but it sounds like it. 
And uh, if anybody was uh, shocked or offended, our, our sincere apologies, blah, blah, blah. But I think we'll all be fine. But, uh, folks, you, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not right either. Right? <laughs> but you're not wrong. Katy Perry is pregnant? You wouldn't think that I would have heard that or seen that 15 different places. You wouldn't think, especially given the media I take in, because it's not like I... I'm in that media world. I missed when she got married. Who's her husband? She's not married. Engaged. Uh, she's, to... in, she's engaged, yeah. though. Mm. But, um, and she is married. You're pregnant. She tagged the the announce with the release of a new song, too, which may explain how it's getting spread more. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And anyway, the song okay. appears to be about wanting to get married. Good for her. Okay. Um, Make an honest woman of her, as they used to say. So I'm a little confused Back by the when whole... Joe Biden was 70. Yes. I am confused by the whole what we're doing in Afghanistan thing. I have been, uh, your longtime listener, I've been screaming we should get out of there for like 15 years. Um, and I still think it's a good idea to get out of there. That's just my opinion. Uh, and apparently we are getting out of there. Now there's there's some people, um, God, would you say they're on the right? or I don't know where you'd say they are. A, a yeah, I don't think the usual uh, descriptions really apply. But uh, old Dick Cheney, who got us into the war in Afghanistan in 2003, his daughter is a congressperson, and she's really horrified at this, that we're getting out the way we're getting out, and screaming and yelling about it a lot. And Pompeo, the Secretary of State, continues to say, no, no, it's a good deal, blah, blah, blah. So there have been a whole bunch of attacks in the last week. I was under the impression it was a ceasefire. Um, Pompeo's making the argument that, no, the, the, they didn't sign anything that is a ceasefire. They signed something that is a, what is it, an LIV, a lowering in violence. Yes. So it's lower than it was before. Well, and are, they're not attacking our guys. No, but listen, to, well, they're not supposed to attack. Well, I'll, I'll read this for you. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. The, the Taliban has conducted 30 attacks in 15 provinces against civilians and security forces over the past 24 hours. The attacks resulted in the martyrdom of four civilians and 11 soldiers. Another 18 civilians and soldiers were wounded. That's a quote from Afghanistan, obviously. And the New York Times reports 76 attacks across 24 provinces since the signing of the agreement Saturday. In one of those attacks, the Taliban's elite red unit stormed Afghan army outposts from several directions, killing 15 Afghan soldiers. Oh, my God. They're not supposed to attack the, the sitting government, and they clearly are if they're attacking their forces. Yesterday, the U.S. finally responded, conducting an airstrike on Taliban fighters who were attacking an Afghan National Security and Defense Forces checkpoint. So we weighed in. Thought, he can't do that. Enough. But these Taliban attacks don't violate terms of the peace deal because the peace deal didn't require an elimination of attacks committed by the Taliban. Violence was expected. It's just, a, oh, I'm sorry, an RIV, a reduction in violence is what they signed, not an elimination of violence. I've called for one of those uh, amongst my children at times through the years. We gotta have an RIV here. Look, your brother's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Pompeo said at one point, I'll find that because the language, the way he says it is pretty good. Uh, so he did an interview with CBS News talking about, boy, if you saw the pictures after the signing from this week, it was glorious to watch Afghan people walking through the streets. They haven't been able to do that to see them dancing and celebrating peace. Yeah. Is that really going on? I just find In that some hard to places believe. Places for now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't mind. Well, I'd rather that when we leave, it doesn't turn into a hellhole where women are treated worse than, uh, than by far, pets are treated in the United States. But that's going to happen whether we leave tomorrow, in a month, or a year from now. I would agree. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, 
whatever. I agree with Liz Cheney on a lot of things, but there are easily 50 hell holes equal to Afghanistan in hellishness and holishness. Some of them currently harboring al-Qaeda. Right. Which is her whole argument. Right. Please, everybody, let's head to Africa and take a look around. So, the you know, and we've gone over this a number of times. If we cannot really affect the outcome... Why invest more treasure and, more importantly, the lives and bodies of our young people in some fantasy that Afghanistan is going to be stabilized? Just, it's time to stop. It's probably worth pointing out that when uh, end of World War One, they, they came up with the armistice agreement, the war is going to be over on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. So on November 11th at 11 o'clock, the war was going to be over. Everybody well, agree? Le- agree? Leading up to that hour, people were getting killed left and right. Mm-hmm. By all sides, yep. including the United States, for all kinds of stupid reasons, including, you know, hey, if we take that hill, I might get this medal for... Exactly. It'll really enhance my career. Or, listen, there's going to be a reapportionment of borders. Why don't we grab a little more yeah. ground uh, before it all ends? So that could be exactly what the Taliban is doing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll get this checkpoint. We'll overrun this checkpoint in these last days. Okay, at least we've got this. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank God we've avoided political violence mostly in this country for a very long time, although Chuck Schumer is openly calling for violence towards Supreme Court justices. Or at least he's putting that on as kind of an appearance. He's as if he like is a fake punk rocker who's putting on the clothing of political violence to turn on his followers. It was a disgusting display outside the Supreme Court yesterday. And we will play you the tape and comment on that. Yeah, pretty strong rebuke from uh, Justice Roberts. Yeah, and absolutely appropriate, too. It was was inexcusable. And and many folks on the left are rising up and saying the same thing we're saying. Chuck Schumer, you are way out of line. I haven't seen that. Yeah, well, stay tuned. It's pretty shocking. talk later as California, the biggest state, is now in a state of emergency, as declared by the governor over over coronavirus. A bunch of cases in the L.A. area. Um, no deaths in the L.A. area, correct? Uh, I believe that's One correct. One California yeah. death is in Northern California near Sacramento. Yeah, there have been a couple. There will be more. And the cruise ship just outside San Francisco, they're not allowed to come ashore. Right. They got all. Uh, they're just uh, swimming in coronavirus on the cruise ship. Well, I think one of the, the they might folks. be listening right now. How you doing? Uh, enjoy the views. Yes. Uh, right. Well, and more people will die. It will be almost entirely those with uh, compromised immune systems and the the very old, which is not nice. But no. there's no need for any sort of panic. We got a bunch of texts. The Wheelow Jack. That was the toy from Whammo. I was trying to think of the, the Wheelow. Wheelow. Did you have a Wheelow? No, but I can picture. I it. loved the Wheelow. Very good time. Uh, But anyway, that's that. So, uh, if you follow the Trump-hating media, one of the things that they like to uh, talk about a lot is how Trump is destroying all these norms of behavior. And uh, that's that's such a crisis. They've hammered him, for instance, for criticizing judges. Sure. 
And we've actually said, if you're new to the show, we say this sort of stuff. That was too much. He shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Um, This is the uh, Senate minority leader, (laughs) the leader of the Democrats in the Senate, Chuck Schumer on the on the steps. Yeah, he was doing a leading a protest. Well, the Supreme Court justices are considering an abortion case from Louisiana. And as they were inside working, Chuck Schumer is rallying pro-abortion folks on the steps and said what follows. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Um, what awful decisions and what? Hey, what? What? What are you talking? What are you threatening exactly? So I got to imagine when the, those words were read to Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, he was like, what? You got to be kidding me. Anyway, he released this statement. Justices know that criticism comes with the territory, but threatening statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangers. Well, yes, of course they are. Uh, then Schumer's spokesman comes back and says, for Justice Roberts to follow the... And you and you'd expect, what I expected was, when I heard this in uh, the, the, the Schumer uh, office, damage control office, has put mm-hmm. out a statement, I, I, and I thought, surely they're going to walk this back. We didn't mean threatening, we just mean there'll be a political... Pro- no, that's not what they went with. For Justice Roberts to follow the right wing's deliberate misinterpretation of what Senator Schumer said while remaining silent when President Trump attacked the Justice Sotomayor in Ginsburg last week, so as Justice Roberts does not call balls and strikes. Wow, that is so disingenuous and dangerous. So they doubled down on the threat. They didn't they didn't disavow the threat. Well, they <laughs> sorta of did. They said, Well, we were just talking about the Republican legislators who get voted out. But that's ridiculous and dishonest because he threatened them by name, specifically. And the president's saying, look, uh, Sotomayor and Ginsburg, they've done speeches about what a terrible president I am. They should recuse themselves. That's an interesting argument. And one might think, well, should there? What's the history of this been? Hmm, hmm. That's a hell of a lot different. From saying they have caused a whirlwind and they won't know what hit them. You have released the whirlwind. And you will pay the price. You and you will pay the price. Yeah, what now? So, wow, that's unfriggin' believable. I mean, we just, God, what has happened to us? I don't know, it's not good. It's not good. Because, and listen, the the left is huge on this. Chuck Schumer just stood up there and justified violence against two Supreme Court justices. He just said it was deserved. These terrible decisions, they hadn't even made a decision yet. That is inexcusable. And he's doing it to whip up his people to make sure they show up to the polls and vote. I know why he's doing it. It is cynical. Chuck Schumer isn't in favor of, of, you know, trying to assassinate Supreme Court justices, but he's sure willing to whip up those passions if it gets people to show up to vote in November. And some nut jobs are going to do something dangerous or violent. Right. And I've said you can't calibrate your speech based on the few mentally ill, but that was explicitly encouraging violence. And you will pay the price. 
And then his, his spokesman with a, one well, dishonest argument and and then justification of what Schumer said. That's you, shocking. You can't, uh, you can't ignore the tone either. I mean, to read it is one thing. To hear it, obviously the tone of his voice is very angry and threatening. You have released the whirlwind. By the way, a lefty is left as Lawrence Tribe, the liberal, uh, you know, uh, attorney, said these remarks by Senator Schumer were inexcusable. Chief Justice Roberts was right to call on him in his comments. Uh, call him on his comments. I hope the senator, whom I've long admired and consider a friend, apologizes and takes back his implicit threat. It's beneath him and his office. So Lawrence Tribe called it an implicit threat. Well, yes. it clearly is, but yeah. Hey, by the way, this is a bit of a tangent, but it, it is connected, which a tangent literally is, Jack, if you recall your geometry. Um, <laughs> there's a great technique of media bias that somebody hit me to a long time ago, and the Washington Post did it this morning. Uh, where is that headline? Um, oh, there it is. Um, if somebody on the left does something absolutely awful, for instance... The headline and the angle will be, Republicans make statements about Jones, or Schumer in this case. Republicans react with outrage to Schumer's statement. The story won't be about Schumer and what he did. Hmm. It will be about what the Republicans said. And then the tone of the article would be, are they right or are they wrong, these Republicans, what are they doing? They won't take on... On its own, what Schumer said. You see that with, um, there was a pretty prominent story the other day in which some lefty had done something absolutely awful. And it was about, you know, Republicans condemn blankety blank because they're so uncomfortable just taking it on its own merits and reporting on what Schumer said. They take the focus off of it. Once you become aware of that technique, you see it all the time in the mainstream media. Whereas you'd ha- if, it, if it were a reverse, you'd have the headline would be something like Mitch McConnell threatens Supreme Court justices. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So huh. it's like, it's as if they, it reminds me <laughs> in Harry Potter where you couldn't look directly at the basilisk, but you could look at it through a mirror. Because it's not quite as horrible or something. Well, that's what they do. They take one step away from it so they don't have to take it on. It's cowardly and it's biased. But so did you out- surprise, surprise. Did you outlaw polls on the show yesterday? I did not outlaw polls, but I did enshrine in the Armstrong and Getty Bill of Rights my right to scoff at them. Yeah. Which polls? And I All of them. Uh, some, okay. Okay. Some active disinterest. You mentioned if they got brought up again, he would just kind of peruse the sports oh, section. Right. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Right. If Where I mentioned polls again, section. he was going to leap through the sports section. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not uh, going to now, but uh, our next break. Well, the NFL well, Combine is going. Dramatic. <laughs> oh, you're not You're not going over. I'm sorry. Dramatic uh, movement in the polls in just a couple of days. All I right. mean, dramatic. You got my attention. I don't remember any time polls moving this much this fast. Just remember, my strong objection... Because now we're into the votings. Six months ago, 98% of people were undecided. Yeah. But the few yahoos that had already picked a candidate, we, would, you know, we, the media in general, would talk about what the polls showed. And I had forgotten, because I have a terrible memory, you'd think I'd lived through enough of these to remember, but um, that undecided voters are undecided till the minute they walk into the polls. And and really, the only polls worth paying attention to are when people vote. Until the votings begin, then people get serious. 
I really don't want to uh, let politicians dominate conversation all around America, but did you see Representative Matt Getz, kind of the rising Republican star, wear a gas mask on the House floor yesterday for some legislation? I did. I saw that picture. So what do you think of that? Stealing my bit. That's what I think of it. Is that funny? Is John's bit. I can't figure out if I think that's funny and the younger generation of people like... uh, or, or it's like way over the top trying to make it seem like we're all in danger of the coronavirus. I, I just think he is a young guy who understands modern media and, and the modern conversation. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like Jimmy Fallon, those bits, uh, he certainly hopes they will entertain the studio audience and the people watching TV, but he really wants them to get millions of hits online. I meant and to, that's what he's doing. I meant to bring this up during the Schumer Supreme Court stuff. That was so over the top. When I first heard it, I thought, that seems like a like the sort of thing Trump does. When Trump does says something outlandish, mm-hmm. and it's clear he was trying to dominate the day for some reason, then he backs off the next day. He just needed to have the headline be, you know, whatever. Yeah, Trump says something outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, it, it seems so over the top, but I couldn't think of anything Schumer would be trying to deflect from. The results just, of Super Tuesday? No, probably not. I, I just think you need more and more hyperbole to get people's attention and motivate them these days. You and have so released he, the whirlwind! If the Senate leader for one party threatening Supreme Court justices is where we are now... Right outside their office. Not even just one of the whack-job unknown Congress people. Right. That say great. No, the leader of the Senate for the Democrats. Right. It's wow. horrible. It's so over the line. 